Previously on the Tokyo Smoke Show. Sugarbuck? Do you want to have a smoke, babe? Come on, let's touch the sky. Corona's going nowhere soon, but I'm here for you. Let's get high. I've got five on it, and you should know this is the smoke show. Do you want to have a smoke, man? Yes, I want to have a smoke, man. Now I'm You are listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. Raspberry Boogie and the Tokyo Smoke Show Man, I don't wanna hear nothing else on my radio Turn up the volume, peace speak volumes First class ass every episode also Raspberry Boogie and the Tokyo Smoke Show Man, I don't wanna hear nothing else on my radio Turn up the volume, peace speak volumes First class ass every episode also Hey, sorry to break up the whole thing. I know you're jamming, and I want you to have a good time listening to the show. I just want to take a quick moment to um, apologize for any audio issues that we may have in this episode. Connecting with somebody outside of the country, we have technical difficulties every now and then. It's still a great show with a lot of great information. I hope you'll enjoy. Stay high and first class ass. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are tuning in with me for the first time, you may think that this is Groundhog Day. Have we done this before? I'm sitting here at the mic, and I feel like I'm getting ready to introduce the Tokyo Smoke Show with my special guest, but I promise I've done this before. Like, do you ever have deja vu moments, folks? Like, I promise this is not the first time that I've sat across from this man, but this is the first time that y'all have ever heard it. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is I, the captain of the vessel, the senior to Toke Nation, talking about none other than Tokyo Jameson. Glad to be with you on this beautiful day, and it is quite beautiful. Sunshine and birds chirping. I still got birds, folks. It's not quite that cold yet. They're singing a song for me, baby. And I'm listening. But, since I'm talking about birds, one particular type of fowl is a duck. I like ducks. Why do I like ducks? Because ducks are the coolest motherfucking animals. Why? Because they don't let you see they stress. You look at a duck on the water and you see that thing just gliding across. Cool as shit. But under the water, that thing is kicking like a motherfucker. And that's how we gotta be, folks. Walking around, cool stride. Don't let them folks see that they're getting you down. But underneath, you kicking, you being strong. And I'm saying all this because the person that I'm about to introduce to y'all has motivated me today on a level that I cannot just reciprocate. It is ridiculous. I'm talking about none other than Duck the Roofer. The leader of what is about to, what is about to become Duck Nation, folks. We about to get into some shit. But before we get into it, I gotta say it, man. Duck, welcome to the show, man. It's an honor to finally meet you, bud. Quack quack from Southern Ontario, Canada, and it's a pleasure to meet you as well. Hey, man. I'm saying as we had the pre-show the pre-show ended up being about half an hour and we talked about some real stuff man so now i want to stop spilling that alcohol which is what i feel like i feel like we were wasting perfectly good food 
just just cooking it up and then just throwing it on the floor. Now we got to get it so we can feed it to the people, man. So before we get into the conversation, I can guarantee y'all, me and Duck are about to get into some shit. I need y'all to light up with me, man. It's toast time. So grab your J, grab your blunt, grab your contraband. Let's toast. That is what I'm talking about, folks. I'll let y'all know I'm on an indica for anyone listening who is a uh, a a non-smoker that is listening to this show, listening to us talk about the medicinal properties of marijuana and want to try it. Let me let you know an indica is a stronger weed so to be careful of what you buy I don't want you to get something that's gonna put you on your asshole and then you smoke it and you're slumped and you think that this is not for you because I personally believe there's a cannabis for everybody that's just me you know if you take the time to learn your body and what you need um, then you know you're definitely gonna find that weed for you We talked in the pre-show, man. You were letting me know as I'm sitting there looking at you on this beautiful, beautiful balcony. You hold it down and reside at a smoke-free house, man. So don't you just want to sit and binge X-Files and smoke a blunt? Absolutely. All the time. Uh, However, my friend's place, it's a non-smoking house, um, and I respect that. I'd love. I, I I totally understand that. I I I get it. You know. I I, I say that I'm fortunate because I have a smoke den, uh, in, in my now palace. But you know, I get everybody isn't is fortunate. Um, but I I I know uh, from from experience of of talking to other stoners. You know, your story is definitely a rich one. Um, and I think, you know, you have a little bit of testimony that I would absolutely love uh, for people to get the opportunity to hear, man. I mean, you know, what is there any of your story that you want to share? Because like I said, in the pre-show, we got pretty deep, man. You told me about an eight-year journey, man. And if you're comfortable sharing it again, I, I would love I would love to hear it. Um. I'm I'm an open book. Uh, I was involved in a really bad accident uh, many years ago, and got hooked on pain pills. That was my advice. Uh, and then I decided that it wasn't the life for me anymore, and wanted to get off the pills, but was completely terrified of going through withdrawal. So I went the methadone uh, route. Um, in doing some research, I kind of had a, a, a idea of what was uh, of what was ahead. I had some questions to ask, and, and the unfortunate part is, is when they were telling that some of the things that was going to happen, they omitted some of what was actually going to happen. So, for example. Uh, they told me it was going to take away the craving for the opiates, and it did. What they didn't tell me is that it was going to take away my cravings for everything. I had no appetite. I It took away every single one of my cravings. I was on it for almost seven years, and I decided, after looking once in the mirror, of I didn't even recognize myself. And I wanted to get off. And I weaned myself down as much as I possibly could with the doctor. And uh, against his advice, I set myself up here at my friend's place uh, to go through my withdrawal. And again, before I did that, I did a lot of research on other folks that have gone through it listening to their deals or or reading uh, 
their experiences. So I kind of had an idea of what was going to uh, what was going to happen. So I got myself prepared. I got myself a safe place. Uh, my dogs would be safe. They would be looked after if I couldn't do it. Um, and I went for it. I got to say though, Tok, I am really stoned right now. Hey, look. First off, that is a, that is an admission that I welcome. So I see you're staying hydrated. So you're already ahead of the pack. We'll be right back with more Tokyo Smoke Show. Hey people, if you want to smoke, smoke on the Tokyo Smoke Show. Toast. And as you are uh, admitting that you're quite stoned, I'm going to cover myself in grapeseed oil and just slide back into the conversation here. Nice save. Um, which direction do you want to go? Well, so from here, um, you know, I want to, you know, transition to what we were most recently talking about um, and, you know, backstage um, about psychedelics, because I think what we were doing um, was laying the groundwork for anyone who's had the idea to try shrooms or to try microdosing. Um, I, I think we did. So what we were doing was laying down some groundwork for um, if you're trying for the first time, here are some things that you need to do. And I'm actually going to lead into it like a little, uh, like the like the, the informative thing. This is about to be an infomercial. infomercial. <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for tuning in to the Tokyo Smoke Show. Tonight, in Toke's Corner of Advice, we got Duck the Roofer. He's going to let you know what to do if you're going to try shrooms for the first time. Duck, go ahead. A great strain for those starting off their psychedelic trip. Just they started off with a strain called Golden. It's not as potent as other strains. Um, and it'll ease you into what's to come and how far you want to take your journey. Um, <clears throat> set yourself up with your favorite drink, pre-roll a whole whack of, of cannabis if you partake. Um, be open to the experience, be accepting. Don't make yourself paranoid. If you do that, if you, if you might lead yourself down a road that you don't want to go so if you can do it with a friend somebody you trust and they can pull you back um <clears throat> excuse me in the wrong function uh get some music that you love your favorite kind of, your toe tap if you need to go walk in the countryside before doing that that's where i spent a lot of my my journeys spiritual journeys as i call them that, that's when i take a dose of anywhere between two, three, I get adventurous, maybe four grams. Uh, and then two or three times a week, I might find death. Doing this, doing this got me off of the prescription for my depression, for my anxiety, uh, for sleep. Uh, and it's having Great success for me. I really enjoy being outside, being accepting of the journey that's going to come. And then when I microdose, it helps me get up and enjoy my day, get something done, not sitting around. All of a sudden, you've got a lot of energy and you feel like you can get something accomplished. And I think that's important for those that are going through the same things that I So, folks, uh, if you're just now tuning in or if you've just walked into the room, 
and you found your spouse or significant other quietly listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show in the closet because they want to do it alone and in private, I want to let you know you're listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. I am Tokyo Jameson, and the next thing that I need to do is commend this man. Folks, if you're just, again, tuning in with this, you're learning uh, Dr. Roofer's story, his testimony, letting us know, you know, he was in a very very difficult accident with the transport uh several years ago and it shut him down for a while and because of that you know he you know spent some time uh you know getting connected with opiates um on a deep level he calls it his vice and we all have them um but the thing that i want to commend this man for and i call him a man because you know what he he, he admits that he's stubborn but he came out the other side. He and I are having a conversation right now, and he is not a ghost. So, like, for you know, for me to be able to talk with this brother and and see his journey and him share that with me and with you, um, we definitely got to give this man a round of applause. We're starting a slow clap to build up into a roar of the entire fucking nation clapping for him because I know there I know there have been some dark nights. I know there have been some dark days, days that were as dark as night. And, you know, that that feeling of addiction is real. And for anyone going through addiction, understand it is not just um, what are deemed illegal drugs. It is it is alcohol. It is it is food. Um, You know, any type of uh, thing that you're putting into your body, you can get addicted to. So for a person to be able to survive that. Um, and come out the other side still working still working you know he he admits he's still working so I, I I'm clapping for you brother you got you got my you got my award for 2020 man like you're 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 still trucking man so much respect thank you I appreciate that I found my purpose again <laughs> I think throughout my addiction to just trying to stay pain-free so I could do the things that I had to do to survive. I thought I had to do to survive, and I was completely wrong. And I had lost myself. Coming out the other side, and that year is coming up quick. Finding a purpose again, finding a reason to get out of bed in the morning again is huge for me. I, like you said, I'm a very stubborn person and I get set in my ways. I mean, hey, that... <laughs> there there are a lot of people that can't admit to that, bro. Like, I mean, j- just that right there is a sign that whatever you're doing is working. Um, because for me, one thing that I can say microdosing did for me is it made me look inward a lot at a lot of the shit that I did and it wasn't good, you know, like it, it wasn't good. Like there were things that I was doing to myself by allowing people to stay in my life just so that I could make them feel better. And that was draining on me and my soul, and I had to look inward at that. I had to look inward at how I perceived myself and how I interact with the people around me. You know, am I as awesome as I think I am? You know, um, and 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 so for you to be able to say you're stubborn, that's one of those things that I found in myself as well. You know, I, I'm a stubborn piece of shit. Like I, I know what I know. But one thing that I can say about me that I'm trying to do more of now is understanding that everybody, everybody is, everybody is their own fucking person. You have lived a life that has led you to the point that you are now. So if I say something, you're going to to build from your perception. You're going to build from your life experiences to make you respond to whatever I say. You know, I can't look at everybody and expect them to see things the way that I do um you know and that so yeah I'm still stubborn as fuck but I'm more understanding and more uh open to the differences in people 
um, not on not on a superficial level, like not on stuff that you can't control. You know, Duck, you're a white guy. You didn't have any control over that. When you were born, you were born to the parents that you had. You didn't know. You know, so I'm, I'm not talking about that. I was always accepting of, of you know, the, the, the surface stuff. You are who you are. But I'm talking about the internal stuff because I used to be a person where once you showed me one thing that you did that I didn't like, I would cut you off. And now I'm saying... Don't cut them off. Try to understand why they are that way. You know, and if you can't understand why they are that way, then yeah, maybe you don't need to be around them. But if you can understand, then just open yourself up because that person could provide some love to your life that you're not, that you don't even know anything about, but you have to be open to it. Am I, am I talking out of my ass, man? I'm high as fuck. Pretty high too. And no, you're not talking out of your ass. I think one of the first things I had to do, excuse me, when I started my my shroom journey, is that I had to go back and deal with my origin story. And by that I mean dealing with the, the, the traumas that I went through and being able to accept them so then I could move forward. And once you open yourself up to your own traumas, not necessarily relive them, but deal with them. Because letting go, I know, is not, it's not easy. And slowing down is not easy. If you can learn to slow down, if you can learn uh, accepting and letting go of those traumas and you can move forward and then you can also see the good in others and we, we take the good with the bad that's what we do that's what friends do that's what family does that's what makes us unique that's what makes us different the fact that we've all got a different origin story that's gotten us to where we are today and i like who i am today I've grown a lot. I found a purpose again, and I'm starting to enjoy slowing in part, which has been so hard for me because I'm always go, 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 go. That's the way I live my life, was moving forward quickly all the time. So slowing down was a very difficult lesson for me to learn. I'm with that. Yo, we're we're dedicating this segment of the Tokyo Smoke Show to slowing down. Take just sit back and just enjoy nature. Do y'all anybody who follows me on Twitter, y'all should know. Anytime I see any type of nature picture on my timeline, I'm going to retweet it. Because I love I love nature, man. Like I don't get to experience enough of it. And I honestly think that I get not as much out of it as I would if I was in the moment. But seeing those pictures, I get a lot out of it because I don't have to see this man just showed me the 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 background and I have to tell y'all folks, y'all I'm so jealous of him right now. There is nothing but wooded area. That is the, the solitude that Toke longs for. Um, but I, I see that and it just... I, I feel... I don't know what it is like to be this high and to be talking about nature, man. But when I see like nature pictures, I feel connected to that shit, man. Like when you were showing me the wooded area, like, you know, like my fucking chest opened up because it's like I that openness, like it's it's overwhelming and, and you feel small, but you're you're one with it. You know, it's very you can breathe. It's deceiving where I am right now. Believe it or not, I'm actually in in the city of London. It's, it's referred to as the forest city 
and where my buddy's place is the backyard backs on to a forest that's in basically in the middle of the city it's kilometers upon kilometers of of trails and and rivers and creeks and and you don't even realize that you're in this city which is a blessing for me because I'm not really a city I get way overwhelmed in the city there's I'm those that know me I'm a very pathetic person I feel everything around me Mm-hmm. I feel how other people are feeling. I feel my buddy's dad is going through Alzheimer's and uh I feel him all and I and I can feel how he's feeling. And <clears throat> that's my biggest fear because of all the head trauma that I have suffered that I'm going to go down that road. So I'm trying to do everything I can now by slowing down by immersing my in nature and just letting go of everything so I can move forward and just enjoy the rest of my life. Hey. We'll be right back with more Tokyo Smoke Show. What if I told you that diamonds in the rough could also be found on the baseball diamond? That a proper wake and bake would be enough to smoke a champion. That sometimes being called a son of a bitch can make you into one bad mother. I don't know why Johnny wanted to talk to me that night. I just knew I wasn't ever the same again. What if I told you that a commentator for the Oklahoma City colonizers was a prospector that brought out a heart of gold from Yeehaw Junction? He's got an arm like a cannon. When he is the right amount of lubricated, I know this from experience, Billy Pugh can't pitch unless he's taken two hits of Quaaludes and a couple of shots of Jack. Sometimes no way in hell can become, I'll be damned. Tokyo Smoke Show brings you 20 for 20. Billy Pugh's Dig for Gold. Presented by Percipient Wellness. Look, folks, this, this man is dropping nuggets. I mean nuggets. And one of my favorite Twitter followers, um, her podcast and, and book, like everything is called Mind Nuggets. And she's like always dropping these awesome um, tips and, and thoughts and on life. And what Duck is doing today is just dropping mad mind nuggets for y'all. Y'all need to uh, be open. I mean, that's one of the first things he said, be open, you know, so if, if I can, you know, piggyback on that, and I'm a, I'm a heavy fellow, so I'm gonna need you to, you know, be prepared when I jump on your back with this one, man. If you're, if you can be open to receiving what this man is saying, and, and, and just take it and try and make it your own, I'm not saying that you have to live like duck. I'm not saying that you got to live like my stinking ass. I'm not anybody. Fuck me. I'm saying take what we're saying and make it your own. You know, that's 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 ultimately what we're talking about. Duck, he's lived some life, man. He's got some gray in that beard. And if I didn't cut all my hair off, I'd have some gray in my hair, man. Like, so we've lived some life, man. We've took some wounds. I see some scars on this man. Hear what he's got to say. So now, now we get to now we get to make some people feel real good about themselves. Doug, you ready for this, man? Absolutely. All right, you're not too high, are you, bro? I would never complain about being too high. <laughs> My man. My man. I folks, so this is an absolute staple for the Tokyo Smoke Show. I like to uh, get to because I'm because I met this man on Twitter. Um, I like to know who he's interacting with. So, Duck, we're we're getting ready to uh, put together a little conference um, where I want to have different representatives from different cannabis people different communities i want all these i want a couple cannabis folks to come to this summit 
so that we can talk about cannabis issues and how to and how to just get high and have a good time. So you're a representative. I'm a representative. We need four more people from Twitter that are going to represent the cannabis community, man. Who are you choosing? I think first off the hop, we would choose Saki. Nice. He want me to give their 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 like the full thing. I'd ha- I'd have to look it up. No, no, just um, uh, no, not that. No, not the, you. Just tell me who they are. Yeah, you don't have to give me their whole handle. We, you know, uh, just tell me who they are, man. Like you, we we know what it is. Uh, Saki is another uh, Canadian. He lives in a different province than I do, and uh, but him and I are on uh, uh, the same wavelengths. We've experienced a lot of the same things. We we uh, are very uh, connected in a way. The other day, I was actually just telling him that out of nowhere, I was inspired to make him a walking stick. And as you know, I like going out into the forest and. and seeing thing and seeing things in nature and seeing what I can take and and bring out and I like to uh to gift these to uh to people so he be uh he's one I'm going to give one to Oh man that is awesome I'm like 15 shades of jealous right now like this 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 is going to be the most uh wanted thing and pe- people will have this on their bucket list and they don't even know it to be chosen by duck to have a walking stick made like that right there is the absolute sign of respect so all right now our summit has duck the roofer tokyo jameson and saki that 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 right there is strong already who else we got queen diva most definitely another uh, crazy canadian that uh, is a part of this uh, loving cannabis community no absolutely look we know um about queen diva and i will even say queen diva is the one that introduced me to you um back when i was first getting started with the tokyo smoke show uh she came on um to a show I had called the four DJs with myself, BF, and uh Jay Gold, and um she's telling me about it. she's like, "Oh, Toke, you got to meet this guy named Duck." And we were just having smokes, you know what I'm saying? Just getting high as shit. And um it was through her that we started following each other, you know, so she definitely has to have a seat at the summit. So, Queen Diva, welcome. Uh we know that you're going to bring great points and 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 awesome laughs with that panda head. All right, duck, who else, man? You're a spot here. I think it's time for you to choose one to choose one. All right. All right. So, we got Saki, we got Queen Diva, Duck and myself. We got two more spots. This spot pure. Uh, this spot I'm going to go up north um to NYC to bring in her highness NYC uh because I think there needs to be a charitable aspect um to uh the summit and if i can say you know one thing she's been like a very giving person of her time and her company is set you know to um empower you know women female you know stoners all around the world like the last prisoner project that they got going on right now is an awesome 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 charity and it's not even, i mean it's 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 raising money for women that just got done wrong by the system because of cannabis like and I'm paraphrasing the hell out of it. I don't want to steal her thunder, but like it's yeah. So bringing her into that I think would absolutely be awesome. And then for that last spot, there are so many fucking people. 
God, there are so many people, man. Oh my God. It's a hard, it's it a hard I think that's why you put it on me for the last two. You <laughs> you wanted me. You wanted me to be the one. <laughs> I wanted I I wanted you to feel what I was feeling. <laughs> I got I got you. I got you, man. Like because I include i don't want to leave anybody out this is such a great community you're you're 100 they're not cannabis users or new absolutely it wasn't them i wouldn't be where i am today and i can co-sign it man i i took a time away where i deacted my my twitter for a while and uh while I was out, it felt good to breathe, but I missed it. That connection that this cannabis community has is, it's ridiculous to see the love that is out there, man. There's enough hate in the world just because it is the way that it is. But to go and see at any point in time during the day, countless people that I interact with showing love to each other just because, you know what I'm saying? Like that—that that is awesome, man. That support is awesome, and I—I—I I, 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 I agree. There are a lot of phenomenal fucking people, and I don't want to leave anybody out. And I know that I'm going to. And I—I usually don't like—I usually don't get into this too much. Like this is tight. Like this is a tough one. This is like—it's one spot. I got one spot. Fuck. <laughs> Alright, um good people. I'm gonna drag this out. I wanna let you know that you're listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. I am Tokyo Jameson, guested by uh the infamous, the man of mystery, the the open book, while also being a man of mystery, Duck the Roofer. Um Ah. Alright, so for my last spot, I'm going to go with somebody that I have, I don't think I've ever chose for any of my lists before, but I've been watching a lot of his uh, his uh, videos lately, you know, and you know that it's a day of the week whenever you see this man getting a blunt and then walking through the street and spitting his knowledge. I'm talking about Tigo. Like I I I get I I get, you know, goosebumps when I hear his videos, when he tags me in the video, like he's always speaking positive, um, and trying to put that, you know, that good word out there for folks. So Tigo, you get that last spot, Her Highness NYC, you're in there. Queen Diva with the panda head. Saki rolling it down with those Backstreet Boy tunes and Duck sitting at the head of the table, man. Like, that's an awesome summit, bro. Absolutely. That is an awesome All get together. Not real world shit, man. Like, real world shit. I, I, I don't know what the world is gonna look like anymore, Duck. Honestly. Like, um... A friend of mine in uh, another part of Canada was letting me know that, you know, they're under lockdown right now for like a month. Um, and I mean, I, and we're talking, we're, we're hit, we're getting ready to hit a year. You know, we're getting ready to hit a year with COVID and, and we're still talking about lockdowns being started now. So I don't know what the future is going to hold as far as people being able to genuinely interact like they used to i think the 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 times of, of 2019 i think that's over um and it sucks because being introduced to such an awesome cannabis community i would love to go on a world fucking tour and travel and smoke with all of you you know we gotta believe that it will it will happen. We as a people have moved on from other hardships in life 
be in uh, a virus or wars. We'll get back there. Absolutely, we will. Hey, I love that optimism, brother. I really do. The the my concern, you know, with and we're to, we're we're about to talk about some real stuff. So let me go ahead and put a trigger warning on this for anybody uh, listening. I don't want you to uh, hear something that is disturbing or anything or that makes you upset. Um, but this is again just where the cannabis is taken. We're not going to stay here long, but. I just want to say this point and get Duck's opinion on it, um, because I want what you said to be the truth. Um, I think that mankind has survived a lot. Our our history is very short. Um, in the grand scheme of things, and, and, and you're talking about the whole of existence, humans haven't been here for long. Um, but we're we're we've we've overcome a lot you know to to go from living in caves to now being the civilized well the 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 appearing civilized society that we are you know i mean we've definitely come a long way i want to believe that we'll get back to some sense of human contact because i think that's a part of what makes us different but my concern with overpopulation is that there's going to be something else that hits harder than COVID did. Not because it's happening naturally, but because the powers that be have shown that they're willing to create diseases. Say say that they're creating disease for warfare situations or not, if it gets out into the population and because we are so overpopulated, because the systems are set up for there to be poor people that don't have access to adequate uh, housing and adequate health care. Because things like that exist, we're susceptible for another pandemic, even with the measures that we've made already. We're still susceptible for something that can wipe out another chunk of the population. So for that reason, I think that the powers that be will keep people as isolated as possible they've created the infrastructure for people to not have to leave their homes you can have food delivered to your house your dry cleaning dry dry cleaning delivered you can have groceries uh, um your uh uh was it your groceries delivered you can vote from home you uh can have your doctor's appointments at the house they've set it up so that you don't have to leave I, I get, get it. And my conspiracy theory hat gets on, man. I'm sorry. Up here in Canada, have access to healthcare. It's part of our. Not to what the right words are, but it doesn't matter who you are, you have access to care. We need to get back to living life. Our numbers up here are a heck of a lot lower than down there. Um, we're not locked down here. We're only in yellow. Um, so the basic precautions, when you know, wear a mask when you go into the malls or, or indoor uh, spaces. You don't have to wear one when you're outside. Um, I think we're too connected to technology. We rely on technology to, we rely on having things delivered to our door. What's going to happen when that technology, if it ever happens, to go down? Facts. People going to. Facts. I, I, I think we've, we've got to ground ourselves. We've got to get back to some kind of normal. We can't give up that. I'm so, I, I just. I couldn't live like that. I couldn't live re, uh, live relying on on everything to come to me. I'm 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 meant to be outside. I'm meant to be free. <laughs> I feel it. I, I I feel it. It's that is a question. The question that you asked is a question that I've asked a lot. 
Um, and I don't want to give, again, I gave the trigger warning earlier, so I don't want anybody to like to have a panic attack. We're getting ready to do a subject change, but if the power ever goes out, a lot of people are going to lose their fucking mind. And I'm not talking about the power goes out for like a couple minutes or a couple hours. I'm saying the power goes out everywhere. If the power ever goes out everywhere, not not just the power goes out at your house, but your cell phone still has a little bit of juice. I mean, I'm saying the power that the, the that powers the cell phone towers, that everything shuts down. People are going to lose their fucking minds. Because you are absolutely right. The, t- the dependency on technology is high. I am guilty of it myself. I'm not even trying to say I'm excluded. Like, I am going to, I'd like, how am I going to shave my face? Like, what is what does that look like? Like, I, I've never taken scissors to my face before. I would cut myself up. <laughs> it would not be good, duck. <laughs> you can always grow a beard like me. I'm trying to. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm trying to. I did have a little bit of something going this summer, and I cut it. So I'm trying to get it back just as thick and luxurious as yours, man. I baby mine. I use beard bombs, uh, oils, butters. Uh, I no, I'm I'm the same way. I'm sorry, you broke up for a second. What'd you say? Sorry about that. Uh, the connection. I'm outside, so sometimes it uh, it gets a little choppy. I think we we need to do everything we possibly can to each. I look outside and all I see is these great big ones. And to me, I think that's such a waste of space. I would turn that into a garden. That way you've got food for yourself. You can help these communities. You can give to those less fortunate. If technology goes down, I anarchy would break out because, like you say, people would lose their their minds. They wouldn't know how to take care of themselves. And human nature would kick in at that point. And one thing that I can say about human beings, and this is not a knock on them, because look, fight or flight is real. We don't know what happens after we die, so the the one core human nature that we have is to survive. So if if chaos ensues, the strong will try and lead the pack. Like you're talking like some Walking Dead type scenarios that will take place. This is not fiction. Like this shit would really it that would really fucking happen. be right back with more Tokyo Smoke Show. Like, I... But, but it's okay. Because I am not about to go down that road, folks. We have had entirely too much fun. I have smoked all of three blunts with this man. I have seen him constantly puffing clouds every time I look over at him. I see another fucking rainbow of clouds coming out of his mouth, so I'm definitely impressed with his cannabis smoke. Folks, this has I, I, I this has been an absolute blast. So when I I when I get to this point of the show, I give all of my guests the opportunity to pass a message along to the fans that are listening. Anything that you wanna say, now is the time. I'm gonna pass you the mic. Say whatever you want, brother. I wanna, I wanna thank the Kansas community for uh, for being there for me, and in return, I'd like to put myself out there. If anybody's going through anything difficult, be it the same journey I went through, or you just need someone to talk to, don't hesitate to reach, and I will do my absolute best to help. That is 100% beautiful, and I want to echo um, that sentiment. 
I have been down some dark journeys and I am in the midst of one right now. But like a duck, you can't see my struggle, baby. I gotta keep on trucking. I gotta make it look smooth. But but if you need uh, somebody to listen and not judge, I'm not in the judging business. Duck is not in the judging business. You do not have to suffer by yourself. I am not a licensed therapist, so you are not going to get any advice from me. The only thing that I am going to do is be an ear for you. And if you want to hear how I feel about something that you say, I'll tell you. But ultimately, I want you to know that you're not by yourself. I feel like that's what Duck is saying in the exact same respect. He's giving his life experiences to try and help you in any way that it can. So take it, make it your own. I say this at the end of every broadcast, but before I say it, Duck, again, it has been an absolute pleasure, man. I've got nothing but respect for you. I thank you for coming on and going through this deja vu vu moment with me where you told me your story twice. I appreciate that. Um, I look forward to more interactions with you. This will not be the last time uh, that we smoke together because even if we're not recording, I could just sit and talk about you know anything with you bro like you're just a chill motherfucker and i want you to take that as a, a total compliment you know because some people hear the word motherfucker they get upset but i'm saying you a cool ass motherfucker bro like that's just my that's my gift to you man for real so thank you again for being on thank you for having me it's been a it's been a pleasure i look forward to next time no absolutely man absolutely folks I need you to do this for me and I need you to do it right now. I need you to step out proud in your flaws with no draws. Stay high and first class ass and we'll be back to do it again next time. Peace. Let's get this thing going in five, four, three, two.